Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's an auction for big boys' toys. What does that mean? Collectors, cars, campers, jet skis, UTVs. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Love telling you about Johnson Garage Doors. I've worked with them. My wife has worked with them. Bruce, you have worked with them. I love the way the process begins when you call. Nate or Brian, one of the owners, answers the phone. When they come out to your house, they come out there on time, and they give you lots of different options, and that's a big thing because at the end of the day, if you're calling a garage door company like Johnson Garage Doors, if you knew a lot about garage doors, you wouldn't be calling them or anybody else. you just fix it yourself. Sure. Generally speaking, it's a blind thing. Whatever they tell you, you're almost forced to believe. You need a new garage door opener. You need a new garage door. Okay. How much is it? It's a lot of money, right? Generally speaking. But when they give you options, they make you feel like you're making the decision, which you are making the decision. They're not going to try and sell you something that you don't need. Go with the best. Go with who I've gone with. Bruce has gone with. My wife has gone with. Johnson Garage Doors. Go to johnsongaragedoors.com. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Remember the show? I think it was the show Sesame Street. The word of the day is football. So the phrase of the week is keeping receipts. Russell Wilson was asked about keeping receipts. He didn't have a good year last year. I'm sure he'd like to prove a lot of people wrong. When he was asked about it, he said, I think you've got them in your back pocket sometimes. But I think I've proven that throughout my career I can do what I can do, and I've got to do it again. That's just the name of the game. Do you think that Wilson is the type of guy who will say, I told you so, do you believe now, keeping receipts? Does that strike you as his personality? Not at all. Nah, me no, I, in fact, I think it's a in, – in fact, I will say this. I think that the whole Russell Wilson tact is tired. It's redundant. We all get it. I think I think we all understand that Russ is coming off the worst year of his career. We understand that one of the storylines, one of the big storylines, maybe the biggest, is how he bounces back from it in concert with Sean Payton. But the whole, you know... You sucked last year kind of narrative to me is tired. I, I mean, how long are we, is that going to be sustained? I guess the answer is very simply until, it, you know, it's, he, until he bounces back, I uh, guess. You, right? know, you know, you know, when that narrative potentially ends at two twenty five on Sunday, you're right. And that's you are, when the, you're right. That's when the narrative can end. But at two twenty four, that's the narrative. Now you're right. Two twenty five at kickoff. That's when it can change. And maybe it's just because we're there virtually every day and you hear it and you hear it and you hear it and it's such a tired theme. I think Russ knows the type of year that he had last year. Probably doesn't need to be reminded of it. I'm sure that it's fueled a lot of what Russ is doing 
this year to make sure it doesn't happen again. I thought Chris Collingsworth said something very interesting last week or whatever, and it was brought to my attention again yesterday, that the, the, the task for Sean Payton wasn't fixing Russ. It was finding Russ. That's a very interesting way of putting it. And I think there's some truth to that. Sean Payton said as much yesterday. It was the type of thing when I heard it the first time, I was like, that makes more sense to me. He was lost in the wilderness. Yeah, right. And now let's pull that guy out and get him comfortable and on the right track. Right. And so, but you, but to your point, you're right on target. At, at 224, that's going to be the biggest question still. For those that are really, that are in that place, what's Russ going to look like? Well, And I get it. Here, there will be one of two narratives more than likely at 525 mm-hmm. on Sunday. Peyton fixed Russ, or it could be Peyton couldn't fix Russ, or it could be we'll see if Russ can be fixed. Could be, yeah. It's the entire game story. Generally speaking, unless it's some wild game, yeah, or, or, or there's a major injury or something, mm-hmm. the story will be how did Russell Wilson play? As much as did the Broncos win? Yeah. Well, and you would think that they would be probably pretty closely tied together. Right. One probably doesn't happen without yeah. the other. If if the phrase "Can Peyton fix Russ?" was a drinking game. And I hate to go old school and excuse me for not letting everyone in on the joke under the age of 35. (laughs) If can Peyton fix Russ was a drinking game, you would have Otis in the Mayberry jail and the Andy Griffith show. (laughs) Uh, Alex, have you ever watched Andy Griffith? Not once. In the in the Andy Griffith That's show, too bad. It, it it it's 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 gold. In it the really Andy, is. in the in the yeah. Andy Griffith show, there was a character named Otis mm-hmm. who was he was the town drunk, and he was always in jail. Yeah, because he was always so drunk, the entire time, and that's and that's what this line has been. Yeah, it's a drinking game, but at two twenty five, we'll see if all the work, all the talk, has actually paid off. Yep. With that, Jerry Judy. On the field yesterday, kind of surprising. Yes, right. I, th- I agree. You know, he, he didn't take part in a full workout, but he was limited, and he certainly did some drills. And then Sean Payne said Javante Williams is going to play a big role. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by the second part. I was certainly surprised by seeing Jerry Judy out there. Yeah, you wonder if it's a ploy, but it doesn't make any difference. He's ahead of schedule. If if you are of a mind that you were thinking about week three. I don't think week one is probably a reasonable outcome, but week two might be. Yep. Week two might be. He was moving. Look, he wasn't taking every rep, so I don't want anyone to get ahead of themselves here. And he was moving probably at about 70%. He was moving well, but um, but the, but he wasn't taking every single rep. Um But it was good to see him out there, and it was surprising. It was the best part of practice yesterday. Coming up after the break, Mike Pritchard covers the Raiders out in Las Vegas, works for VEASAN. He is our lead NFL analyst for the Sports Betting Network. We're bringing him on for two reasons. We're going to kill two birds with one stone. One, 
he's going to set the table for the opener, Broncos Raiders. Also, as you know, he is a proud buff. He won a national championship. He is friends with Deion Sanders dating back to the day that they played together in Atlanta. Does Pritch believe? Does Pritch believe? That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. When we find get them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back, Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle, watch us mileisports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Wednesday. Auction for big boys' toys, including collectors' cars, campers, jet skis, and UTVs. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you're looking to have a great time this weekend, the place to go for sure is Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Don't forget their happy hour every day of the week, three until seven, two for one on all wine, well, and drafts. So that's pretty much four hours of college football Saturday. Buffs game starts at 10. It goes until one. Hang around, shoot some pool. Don't forget that they have live music later on that night. They have live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover. And then on Sunday, that's the big day. Yeah, they have NFL Sunday ticket. And of course, you can watch the Chiefs lines there tonight because they do have Amazon. And on Sunday, two for one Bud Light drafts all day on Sunday, including that fabulous happy hour. Head on out to Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. Okay, let's get uh, Pritch's walk-up song one more time. I don't know if he requested this particular song. But I know this song brings back memories for him. MC Hammer, Andre Risen, Deion Sanders, Pritch Zuba Pants, dancing in the locker room following another Falcons win. With that, Pritch, good morning. Does this bring back memories to you? Yeah, going to the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> first time in a long time for the Atlanta Falcons, absolutely. Uh, and it was Hammer. He dropped the MC. Uh, so you oh. got to uh, catch up with the times there, Eric. Well, I well, mean. So, okay. So if I said Kanye West is now yay, is that where you're going with that? <laughs> no, no. Ham- Hammer, he, he got um, a little edgier. Did he? So uh, he dropped the MC. Yeah. yeah. By the way, where are your Zuba pants? Uh, where they should be. <laughs> in the garbage <laughs> or in storage? Where they should be. <laughs> no, I'm just going to leave it out there where they should be okay. right now. Gotcha. Okay, we are, of course, talking to Mike Pritchard, uh, lead NFL analyst for VEASAN, the sports betting network. Of course, you can catch uh, him on VEASAN. They have the best analysts out there when it comes to betting on sports. Go to VEASAN.com. Follow VEASAN on Twitter, at VEASAN Live. And for a limited time, 
get the first month of your Visa and Pro subscription for just 19 bucks, or take advantage of the $199 special football season special and get access to a Visa's Pros throughout the year, including the Super Bowl. With that, I want to talk to you about two things. Obviously, the Broncos Raiders don't want to get into your buffs. Uh, we'll start it off with the Raiders. What the hell is going on with Josh McDaniels? Now, we know what he was like here, but how many more guys? It's like a bingo card. How many guys can Josh McDaniels piss off? Let's start with Derek Carr, then Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Chandler Jones. Should this guy be buying milk while he's living in Las Vegas? Is he going to last that long? You know, it's, it's an interesting question because, you know, Derek Carr, I think the writing was on the wall to begin with. I mean, it, it wasn't anything personal, you know, obviously. I mean, the quarterback uh, is a position that as a play caller, as a head coach play caller, you you want to make sure you jive with. And um, I thought I thought last year Derek Carr was under audition. Um, you know, Devontae Adams, he can be as mad as he wants, but, you know, he, he got paid very, very well to come to Las Vegas. And, uh, and once he realized that, you know, you know it's, it's, it's a business. You know, sometimes your friends aren't going to be there all the time. Uh, he's okay. Darren Waller, you know, the guy couldn't stay on the field. Uh, so it's not like it was Josh McDaniels. This is these were these were performance issues, I think, uh, outside of Devontae Adams. I mean, obviously, Devontae Adams just upset. Um, and now this Chandler Jones thing, I, it, it baffles me. I don't know what's going on. Nobody does, really. Um, How about he's you know, just not it, very it, good it, anymore? Well, he, it was a personal matter. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know if he's not very good. He's not, like, he's not the same player. But I, I think Chandler Jones had a, at least eight good games in him. Uh, and at this point, that's all they need because they drafted Terry Wilson uh, in the first round last uh, this past draft uh, earlier this year. Uh, so they're, they're high on him, the young man, and certainly Max Crosby on the opposite side. So uh, Chandler Jones, uh, who knows what's going on with him. I mean, he's had a track record with some personal issues with, with teams before. So uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with that. Rich, from the outside looking in, what are the immediate effects of Sean Payton taking over in Denver? How does it change the view of the Broncos, what they will be, and what they're trying to do? Well, Bruce, you know, this this whole division is pedigreed. I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes, who's incredible, uh, Super Bowl performances and, and everything like that. And then, um, you know, Russell, certainly up in Seattle, Super Bowl performances, Jimmy G, Super Bowl performances. Uh, the only one that doesn't have that, obviously, is Justin Herbert in the division. But I, I think the dynamic uh, or, or the, the opportunity to have a special dynamic between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson exists. Uh, like there's a chance for that. Now, can they cultivate it? Can they, can they make it grow? Can they enhance it? Who knows? I mean, I, I thought when Tim Patrick went down, that was a big blow. But uh, Sean Payton's all about structure, uh, and we know if Russell Wilson can be structured and if he can um, uh, play within the confines of the offense but yet still do some dynamic things, he's very, very effective. So uh, there's, there's respect there. I guess that's the best way to answer the question, Bruce. There, there's, there's a healthy uh, amount of respect for the fact that Sean Payton knows what he's doing, one, uh, and then is able to convey to the players in that locker room uh, what it takes to be on top again. So the Broncos have lost their way. We all know that since 2015. 
Uh, and it seems like, and it feels like Sean Payton is the kind of guy uh, that can show him or get him back on the right track. We're talking with Mike Pritchard, lead NFL analyst for VEASAN, the sports betting network, but certainly the highlight of his career was working with me Boy. for a couple of years. And um, I know that's something like a Zuba pants. Uh, he just doesn't want to remember where it is or remember the time well, with me. Let's talk some sports gambling. The uh, Broncos are favored by three and a half. Mm-hmm. The over under is 44. In some ways, you can make this shot, make the case. This Sean Payton offense might be similar to Deion Sanders offense. You don't know what to expect. Week one. How would you bet this game over under and the spread with the game here in Denver? Well, I mean, you, you got to break it down uh, in so many different ways, you know, and that's what we do at Beeson. Uh, I, I think home openers, uh, the Broncos have the best home opener record in the last recent recent years. Uh, what, four of the last five home openers uh, the Broncos have done great in. Um, so you got to start there. You know, the altitude and coming off of preseason, Raiders, they didn't really play a lot of the starters. So they're going to be gassed. Uh, you, you know that's going to happen. And uh, we'll see what the Broncos and, and their conditioning level is at. Uh, but the Broncos, you know, I, I think it's in their heads, too. Like, they have not beaten the Chiefs since 2015. Uh, and the last time they beat the Raiders was 2019. Uh, so, you know, all that stuff goes out the window a little bit. I think the matchup is on the field. Uh, and, and really, you know, catching points, I, I think earlier it was at four and a half. That was attractive for the Raiders. Uh, but now we're getting closer and closer to that field goal type of game. Uh, and the Raiders are, are opening up on the road w- with a lot of question marks themselves, too. So uh, it, it, it's hard to lay a hook with the Broncos because you just don't know. There is a lot of unknowns. Uh, I want to see if that number gets to three before uh, looking to entertain taking the Broncos. But right now, the side for me uh, would be the Raiders. Pritch was a guy that called the Broncos maybe not exactly down the road, but he he really – was signaling caution at the beginning of last season. Right. Ended up being very, uh, very prescient about that. So I am curious what you see now, Mike, because obviously there's the dynamic working right now, and you just talked about it uh, very nicely about with uh, with Sean and Russ and how that thing all plays out is going to be a huge indicator of this. But are you are you sleeping on the Broncos this year? Is it more of the same, uh, or do you have a, maybe a little bit of a different view for the long term for the Broncos this season? No, I, I think Bruce. If it comes together for the Broncos, and here's what I said on our network, um, because there's there's a couple outliers, there's a couple surprise teams that happen every year. Most of the time, there's nothing but constants uh, in the National Football League, right? Uh, but there, every once in a while, there's a there's a couple of outliers. We saw that last year with Seattle, and we saw that with the Giants. Uh, I think the outlier team that could surprise a lot of people uh, comes from the AFC West. Uh, and I don't know if it's the – well, the Chargers made the playoffs last year, but, you know, they've had some turnover. So that's really not an outlier. So the other two teams, you look at the Broncos and you look at the Raiders. Uh, you know, the from a roster standpoint, you, you kind of like what they have, both teams. Uh, but can they bring it together? Can it come together? Uh, and, and to me, the biggest question mark for the Broncos would be Russell Wilson. And, and a lot of people feel that way, too. Uh, and going back to Eric's question, uh, you know, Jared Stidham, uh, as a backup, highly familiar with, with what the Raiders want to do. That That's another angle, too, that, that makes it a compelling that if this number gets down to three, uh, the Broncos could be a good side right there uh, just laying a field goal. But, uh, you know, I, I think overall roster-wise, you really love – uh, the defense 
for the Broncos. Um, I, I I believe they can surprise a lot of people, Bruce, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. It's just, can Russell Wilson humble himself and stay that way? And, and you can tell that Sean Payton's been trying to do that, right? Mm-hmm. With some of the public comments that he's been saying from day one. Like, you know, he's not having an office by himself. You know, he's one of the teammates, he's a teammate, he's this, he's that. Uh, and then even recently, uh, you know, stop politicking and, okay, start being a, a quarterback. You know, all, all this stuff to me is designed to say, Russell, concentrate on football. You know, Russell, humble yourself. You're not that great. Uh, you once were. You can be again. But but you need to commit yourself in a different way. And if he does, Bruce, then, then yeah, I think it looks – I think it looks like everybody wants it to look uh, look like uh, out there in Denver, but uh, no, there's a healthy amount of respect, like I mentioned. Uh, but but the perception is there uh, that Sean Payton can turn this around with with that quarterback. All right, let's change it up. Let's talk about the Buffs, and we have a special guest on the hotline right now. Uh, he has a question for you. He's a guy that you know very very well. Uh, caller, go ahead. Do you believe? Do you believe that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That that was the question. Well, what's your answer? <laughs> Man, I believe from day one, and he wasn't asking me that. No, he was asking you that. Well, he was asking you that or Ed Word or that. I can't remember. I think it was Ed. Yeah, I think it was no, Ed. Yeah, I think yeah, it was no, Ed. Was... But with that, listen, I knew you. I knew you believed because you and I talked about sure. that. You, you yeah. and I talked about yeah. that. But but. You're a media guy now, and I think you see things probably a little bit differently. And I know Dion's a good friend of yours, and I also know that you're a buff guy through and through. But are you ready to say that they have arrived after one game? I I was ready to say they arrived when they hired him, um, because you, you know, pulling back the curtain a little bit, I, I talked to people in, inside the administration. Um, but they, cause they, everybody, they were, they were all asking, what is this guy like? What is this guy like? I'm like, hold on to your hats. Um, you're going to see something you've never seen before. Uh, when it comes to expectations, when it comes to meticulous, uh, when it comes to being dynamic, when it comes to demanding, when it comes to, uh, what it takes to be a winner. And that goes for everybody. I'm not just talking about the players, the coaches, the main administration, I'm talking about from the staff to support people, to trainers, to everybody. This guy is different, and he's demanding in terms of creating a, a situation in which the players can be successful. And it reminded me so much, Eric, uh, uh, of Bill McCartney. One, one of the yep. things people well, don't that. realize or, or maybe they don't remember about Coach Mack is that he wanted everything meticulous and perfect. Uh, and that was to to a T. It was the sports staff. It was it was our uniforms. It was it was everything. Now he wasn't outwardly with it, right? Um, but he wanted it and he demanded that in order for us to be successful. So when 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 you when you have the experience of being around that, and then you see that coming into the building, it, it, yeah, I mean, I thought CU would have a chance of being different, and certainly. Uh, being relevant again, but yeah. I, I didn't expect them to win that game mm-hmm. like that. Right. Um, I, I thought that it would be a top, top, you know, tough fought game. Uh, I didn't know if they were going to win it like that in the shootout. But to do that on the road and and have that much confidence that that pointed to one person, and that certainly was Coach Prime and, and what he's able to do so far uh, with the program. Okay, so let's talk some gambling really quick. Okay. I can't remember if you and I had this conversation on the phone or if you actually said this on the show. 
when we talked about the over under for wins for CU, it was a three and a half, right. and and you said the over. And then I again, yeah. I can't remember if this was on the air or if you and I were just talking on the phone. It moved to four, and or might have. I said, what if it was at four and a half? And you said you weren't so sure if you would go the over or the under on that. Now it's at five and a half. <laughs> Where are you going today, over or under? Well. I mean, you're talking betting, right? I mean, yes, I well, don't want to chase. You're the yeah. lead analyst for Veasan. Why else would we have you on? <laughs> well, well, there's a lot of reasons why you would have me on. That's well said. Yeah, so to I correct think. me about Hammer and MC <laughs> Hammer. He was MC Hammer when he recruited when he recorded it, just like John Cougar recorded Jack and Diane. But he's now known as John Mellencamp. Mm, yeah. Thank you for that educational point right there. Appreciate well done. That. Go ahead. Um, I, I think, I think um, so when it comes to betting, you don't want to chase death steam, right? When you could have had CU over three wins, why are you going to chase them in over five wins? You know, that's, that's the books trying to trap you in there or something, you know, because who knows what those odds are going to be. And they're not really good odds anyway, like they used to be. But, um, but for, for my, expectations and i've said this all along I, I thought cu could qualify for a bowl game this year I, I said that to anybody who would listen i mean all the shows that i've been on across this country uh my expectations uh because of the talent that coach prime brought in because of uh the type of coach he is and because of the support from the program and, and everybody involved with the program I thought that CU could qualify for a bowl game this year. I'm not. I, I'm never. I'm never going to get off that. But from a betting standpoint, I mean, I can't recommend somebody go out and chase that number, especially when the number was lower uh, a, few, a few weeks ago. Pritch, there were so many things that were cool about that opener. So many things that were eye-opening. For me, the mm-hmm. biggest thing was not that Prime was in charge, and not that he was leading the crew, but the way that he delegated and the way that his coaching staff worked together so seamlessly. Now, look, they've got defensive issues that they've got to get figured out, but from a standpoint of a machine and how well-oiled it would be on week one with so many brand-new guys in it, I thought, to me, that was the most remarkable takeaway of the day. Yeah, Bruce, that was highly impressive. The fact that they knew exactly what they were doing. They didn't panic yeah. um, offensively at all. Defensively uh, made some plays when they needed to, and certainly at the end of the game made the biggest play. Mm-hmm. They got pressure on the quarterback, got him to move his feet. Uh, he threw the ball underneath, and, and then you know a fundamental tackle to prevent a first down. I mean, you make the biggest plays in the biggest moments, uh, and that's what you can ask for, especially in a game like that. Uh, but you're right. I mean, there, there's going to be some corrections along the way. Uh, but to start out like that with the organization, uh, I don't think they had a penalty uh, until deep into the first half. I know they had six for the entire game, but they didn't even have a penalty until deep in the first half. So uh, they, in, in the pace that they operated too, right, uh, offensively, I mean, that, that was incredible to watch. So the only direction from here is to get better because – Coach Prime is going to demand that, and, and these these kids, these players, are going to want that. You can see from a conditioning standpoint, they put in the work and they enjoy working that hard. Uh, so you're happy for them, one, uh, and then 
to be consistent with it, if that's the biggest question, I'm sure that these guys are all eager to answer that question. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what's so exciting uh, about CU football right now. You want to take us to break by singing shoulder to shoulder, Rich? <laughs> it's too, Can you? It's too early. No, to don't, blow don't, out don't, your, don't give your, me that. Come on, ears. just just give me. It's just too give, early to blow Give me a taste. Ears. Give me a taste. Come on. It's too early to blow out your ears. Jeff. I can't. I can't just give you a taste of a fight song. I got to have it with feeling. Uh, and it's too early to blow out your eardrum. See him but Saturday. I'll, I'll take. I'll take off. Are you, gonna, are, you gonna are you going to be at the Nebraska game? I'd be surprised if you weren't. I I am working on it. I got some um, family situation yes. going on, but okay. I, I'm right. I'm working on it. So, okay, yeah. Pritch, always appreciate always you joining pleasure. us, and um, you know, listen, want to certainly bring you back on when Buffs take on Oregon, when they take on USC. Those will be the watershed games. To I I mean, do you believe now? Yeah, I think you believe to a certain extent, but boy, you you <laughs> well, you, are, you are all in if they beat Oregon Oregon on the road, right? Well, let's not get it twisted. This is the most important game on the schedule right now, uh, and for a lot of reasons, right? Uh, we'll, we'll get to those bridges when we get to them. We'll cross them when we get to them. But this mm-hmm. one, this one means a lot more um, coming up this weekend. So, so yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. But give me a uh, score. Don't get it twisted. Give me a score. I can't give you a score, man. Why? I mean, I, I, I'm not. I can't predict scores like that. Uh, I, I think it's going to be an enjoyable Saturday, though. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah. I think it is, too. Pritch, always appreciate your time. Don't forget to check out uh, Pritch, lead NFL analyst on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And uh, no one does it better. If you like to gamble on sports, listen to Pritch and his crew at VEASAN. Thanks, Pritch. Have a great day. A2. You guys take care. All right. Coming up after the break, we're going to continue our conversation about CU. Uh, and, and And for this reason alone, having to do with what are the similarities between Deion Sanders and Michael Jordan? And it has nothing to do with play on the field or the court. That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's an auction for big boys' toys like collector cars, campers, jet skis, UTVs, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is brought to you by Nola Jane Restaurant and Bar. Let Nola Jane spice up your next trip to Lodo with the best Cajun cuisine in Denver. We're going to get into that whole comparison, Michael Jordan to Deion Sanders thing, probably tomorrow, and I'll just give it a quick tease. It has to do with money, the amount of money that Michael Jordan, uh, the the revenue that came with him in Chicago. I mean, everybody benefited, and now we're seeing the same thing with Deion Sanders. We'll get get into that more tomorrow. But something we did not talk about uh, today has to do with the team captains Mm -hmm. for the Broncos. And, you know, your usual cast of characters, um, Russell Wilson, Sutton, Simmons, Riley Dixon. It's because Brandon McManus is no longer right. there. Yeah. 
Then you have Kareem Jackson and McGlinchey. I'm not surprised with McGlinchey because he just seems like a natural born leader, right? Right. Kareem Jackson is incredibly well respected. Is he going to be a full time starter? I'm not so sure. But what did surprise me was Pat Sertan was not named a captain. Yeah. He's a quiet guy. Yeah. And I get it, but I was a little surprised. I don't think that he. He doesn't seek that type of uh, yeah uh, yeah role. that's the, seek is the, is is the right term um that was a bit of a of the discussion in the media room yesterday afterwards his was the his was the name that came up but really when you compare and contrast the experience the um the established leadership qualities and as you said look there's a lot of <laughs> There's undying respect for Pat Sertan. Don't get me wrong. That that goes without saying. He's one of the best corners in the NFL. But Kareem Jackson has done it at a high level yeah. for a long time. He's sage. He's tough. He plays with his heart on his sleeve. And but he's measured about it. He's a he's a really to me, it makes perfect sense. He may not be a starter but he's going to be a very strong contributor. I agree. In in more ways than one. What do you have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? A couple of buffs have made their feelings known about the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and what about this NFL season intrigues us the most. That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. <laughs> Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Wednesday, there's an auction for big boys' toys like collectors, cars, campers, jet skis, and UTVs. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at argonautliquor.com. Okay, just in case you missed it, Colorado Buffalo's wide receiver Jimmy Horn Jr. was asked if he found a reason to hate Nebraska, and he said, nah, but I hate them. Uh, Them boys in the red and white, when they come down here, they got to get the business. 
Uh, offensive coordinator Sean Lewis also said in a team meeting this week, uh, I'd rather be dead than see any red in our facility. <laughs> oh, they, they, they're, they bought in. There we go. <laughs> Seems like the newcomers have taken a strong disliking to the corn. How do you feel about what Jimmy Horn and others have said about hating Nebraska? Well, it's manufactured, but that's okay. That's a part of the that's part of the whole thing about college sports and about sports in general. And if you can manufacture something and and can somehow create a chip on your shoulder because of it, great, more power to you. The only thing that could probably really resonate making this a rivalry in the heads of all of them is if Dion goes all Tom Osborne and Barry Switzer. Let's run up the score. Yeah, yeah, you could, which is entirely possible, by the way, this weekend. Right, you're you're, you're up big in the fourth quarter. Let's just keep throwing the ball downfield. Sure. Let's run these guys out of the gym and send them back packing and send them back to the Homestead Act. Right. As Rich Eisen told us yesterday. Which was damn funny. All right, just in case you missed it, uh, tonight's Chiefs-Lions game at Arrowhead marks the beginning of the NFL season. Some storylines to look out for as we start the season include Aaron Rodgers acclimating, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers acclimating to the Jets, uh, the start of the Sean Payton era here in Denver, Jordan Love's first opportunity as a full-time starter, life after Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, and a lot more. What excites you the most about this upcoming season? Well, it's right on our back door. I mean, it's it's Sean and it's Russ and it's the Broncos and it's relevance and can you change the script and the narrative and everything about the way this franchise has gone for the last seven years. So it's for, even, even with plenty of other storylines, that's the easily the biggest one for me. Are you talking about locally or nationally? Oh, the whole NFL, national. The, the biggest story is Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Just like last year was Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Sure. Hall of Fame quarterback going to a new yep. team. How can he turn it around? Last year was clearly a dud. Let's see what happens with Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, and then we get them here, right? Yep. And then we will see. But I am most intrigued to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers with the Jets if I'm taking the Broncos completely out of it. Right. All right, just in case you missed it, uh, yesterday Mina Kimes has signed a massive new contract to stay with ESPN. Her new contract will pay her a little more than $1.7 million per year. Do you see this as a big win for ESPN and their NFL coverage? Um, I like Mina Kimes. It, it, it's not appointment television for me. I mean, I don't seek out where she is. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anyone like that right now on the national <laughs> It's got to it's got to make people who just got yeah. fired shake their heads yes. and go really yeah you you couldn't have taken point three and of that and kept a couple of people yeah I, I mean I think that I think uh, she's grown on me but like I said I don't seek her out so whatever there's only one analyst that I really say yeah I really care about what that guy has to say at ESPN I'm probably missing somebody but I really like Dan Orlovsky. He's a guy that I, I, I want to hear what he has to say because he is measured. He's not a hot take guy. Sensible. Yeah, agreed. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Mina Kimes is very good. Yep. Uh, they have other good analysts there. Sure. I like a Lewis Riddick a lot. On Lewis ESPN. Riddick is very, yeah, very, very good. Very, yeah, he's very, and he's measured as well. And not a knock on Mina Kimes. She's not appointment viewing to me. No. Lewis Riddick's not appointment viewing to me. And I wouldn't even necessarily call Dan Orlovsky appointment viewing to me. But, but I, but I, when he talks, I, I really listen to what he has to say. 
not a knock on Mina. I think there's one guy, one person now at ESPN that I have just tremendous respect for, and that's Scott Van Pelt. Oh, he's great. I think he's absolutely fantastic, does it well, doesn't take himself seriously, just is in the sweet spot right now. All right, just in case you missed it, you guys asked Pritch this, but wanted to get more of a, more of your opinion. Uh, the pass rusher for the Raiders, Chandler Jones, obviously going through a lot of issues with the organization. He said he's not able to get into the Raiders' gym, and he has to go to a local gym instead, and also said the team contacted his ex-girlfriend, who he, uh, he hasn't been with for more than five years. On Instagram, Jones said, I don't want to play for the Raiders if that's my head coach or GM. How bad of a look is this for the Raiders organization? Well, it's a bad look, but it's a typical look. I mean, what really ever changes? I mean, the people do, but the controversy continues to follow them around. When we talked to Pritch about this, and I rattled off all of these guys, Mm -hmm. and he went through point by point on each guy and why there were problems, at the end of the day, it's all on one guy's watch, and that is Josh McDaniels. Sure. And Josh McDaniels has had problems with others in the past. We saw that in Denver. And now that he's the head coach there, you know, at the end, Derek Carr was not a big fan, certainly, of Josh McDaniels. Darren Waller was not a big fan of his. Devontae Williams saying lack of input on the quarterback position, not seeing eye to eye with the front office. That falls under the purview, certainly, of Josh McDaniels. Josh Jacobs, unhappy about his situation. While that's Ziggler, the GM, sorry, Ziggler and McDaniels are tied together at the hip. And now Chandler Jones, he might be upset with the front office, but at the end of the day, this is still Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is the type of guy, he is Pigpen from the cartoon Peanuts. Wherever he walks, there is a dark cloud over his head. Well, there you go. So, is what it is. Don't feel bad for the guy. I mean, the guy's like a tornado. He's always been like a tornado. And wherever he goes, things just get wrecked in his way. Mm. And after all of these years away from being a head coach, it seems to have found him again, or better put, it has always been with him. Yeah. So is what it is. No love lost with me, with that guy. Not saying he's an awful guy, but it's not a guy that I certainly want to play for. I'll tell you that. That was uh, Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, you always have a, Great specials when it comes to going to Argonaut Wine and Liquor. While weekend is coming up, why not have a get-together? Why not have a tailgate for the Broncos game, for the Buffs game? They deliver to the entire Denver metro area. Every delivery over 200 bucks is free. If you're going to have a big party, go with Argonaut Wine and Liquor. And, of course, you can find them off of Colfax. Great job today, Jack and Alex. Same with you, Bruce. Tomorrow, can't believe, is already Friday. What a day. Make it the best possible day you can.